Welcome into another edition of Sean Matthews Podcast. I'm here with uh, Joe. How you doing today? Shawnee, I'm doing okay, as well as can be expected. Um, as you know, I'm a Philly sports fan through and through, and uh, took one to the chin, but we'll talk about that later. But all in all, pretty good, man. How you been? I'm doing well, man. Uh, I'm watching the Knicks game right now. Uh, you know, it's it's a close game. They were down for most of the game. They're playing the Celtics opening night, Madison Square Garden, Dante DiVincenzo's debut. Um, so it's we're, we have high expectations this season. But the Celtics are supposed to be the best team, so them and the Bucks. But um, they're hanging tough. Uh, they just had a four-point play, Quentin Grimes. So they're up by like six points right now. Um so it's looking it's looking pretty good. There's like four minutes left, but you never know. Tatum can catch fire. Jalen Brown can catch fire. They even have Drew Holiday now. It's his debut. Um, anything had happened, but I have it on in the background here, so I'm kind of just like talking, and uh, yeah, just got back from commercial. But you're watching too, right? Yeah, I got the sound off. I'm just watching and shooting shit with a buddy, and that's what we're doing. And um, I'm surprised, and I don't mean that to be a funny boy. I'm surprised the Knicks are hanging with because I, but again, it's, it's just game one, dude. I mean, you know, it's going to take everybody to put their stuff together. Uh, but when I found out the Celtics got holiday as a Sixers fan, I was like, fuck, you got to be kidding me. And that Harden, I don't know where Harden is. Harden's probably making it rain somewhere and getting drunk or whatever. They say he's coming back or whatever. He's a jerk off, man. Uh, but let me, let me, I digress. Uh, yeah, he's a, he's a douche. Uh, but let me digress. I don't want to see him in a Sixers uniform again, as a matter of fucking fact. Okay. Um, but I digress. Um, I'm proud of your Knicks here for fighting and hanging tough. Cause I told you this afternoon, I didn't think it was going to be a close game. Um, so here, here we are. Um, and yeah, the Knicks I mean, are up six only, uh, with four minutes left. Yeah. I mean, the, the, the Celtics were only favored by about three points. Mm. So, um, usually I think it's, they don't really do like, they do like three and a half points to prevent like tiebreakers and crap. Right. Uh, so like, um, so like say the Knicks lose by, by four. If they don't know if they lose by three. So if somebody has negative three or, if somebody has negative three Celtics and the Celtics uh, lose by three. Oh, you didn't tell me there's going to be integers in this fucking thing here. You're just, you know, I was told there would be no math here. What are you doing? Come on, let's go. <laughs> I'm going to <laughs> about, about how the books make their money and how tiebreakers work. Basically, you don't want to have people, you don't want to have people tying. Somebody has to win the bet. So if both people, both people have negative three and one has plus three, that half a point is going to, is going to, you know, it's going to create the tiebreaker, right? Right. So, um, so yeah, man. What's like the most recent movie you saw? Was that was that the last movie you saw? The Exorcist movie? Yeah, I, I don't. Uh, I usually wait for movies to come out on you know on first run on you know on you know you order them up here at home. It, it's rare that I go out to the movies. Um, but I went that one time. I went you know about a month ago. I figured it was gonna. I saw the advertisement for The Exorcist, and the the trailer looked a whole hell of a lot better than the movie was. But it was it was a day out. You and I had a chance to shoot the shit yeah, and go we, see a movie, get something to eat. Yeah, yeah. We so, do. but I'm yeah. saying, like, I, you ever you watch any movies at all in your in your apartment? No, I, I watch a lot of sports. Um, what the? It, it's pretty. No, it is pretty much sports. If it's not sports, um, I watch reruns of shows and stuff that I like, or you know, that kind of a thing. But uh, I don't have any set pattern. Um, but movies, you know. I must say, I I check out the movies every once in a while, like to see what's on. And if someone if if something really catches my eye, I'm like, damn, I'll rent that for five ninety nine or whatever it is. But it's just yeah. I, I, I'm waiting for some, these movies suck, man. Everything that comes, yeah. I told you before, and I'm gonna make this really quick. Growing up, and even through my teen years, and even early twenties, and even so, I'm talking about from the nineteen mid seventies through the early two thousands. Twice a year, there was always hey. Did you see that yet? Did you see it yet? Where you like you're going to see it? It's a matter of when you're going to see it. Twice a year you'd get a blockbuster movie like that. Two a year. I'm not seeing anything like that. I see a lot of shit. So I don't know. Are you going to watch Oppenheimer when it comes out in streaming? That I will. That looks like an interesting movie. That's about the Matt Damon's in that, right? It's about the uh, nuclear. Uh, I think it's is it 1940s or something? Oh, is it Hiroshima Nagasaki maybe um, era? Something yeah, like that. Right yeah. Around, yeah. Yeah. It was right around the time they were building that uh the first uh atomic bomb. bomb. Yeah. Yeah. Um that looks interesting. Yeah, it's weird because they had some like so many good actors were in it. Like I don't know if it's Cillian, I think it's Cillian Murphy, I don't know how to pronounce his name, but 
Um, Emily Blunt, Matt Damon, Robert Downey Jr. Emily, Blunt. I almost forgot that. I, I almost like forgot that Damon was in it when, until you said that because it's like, like you clearly remember who Oppenheimer is. That's the guy who's also in the show called Peaky Blinders, right? Um, he was also in the Batman movie. He played the Scarecrow. Um, uh, I remember Emily Blunt, and I remember Downey. Oh yeah, she's so gorgeous. Somehow, like Damon, Damon kind of gets lost in the shuffle. If anyone's ever, any listeners have seen uh, Oppenheimer. Like I literally like when, t- when you mentioned Damon, I'm like, oh, let me think about that. Well, yeah, I remember was- him from the trailer, you know, with the hat yeah, and the yeah. glasses and shit. Yeah, but, uh, <laughs> yeah. Boston, Boston just scored a basket, so they're down by four right now. Tatum. Um, let's see, man. We got a possession here, man. I feel like am I ahead of you? Or are you ahead of me? What's the score? In your I got ninety five one hundred one. And now it's going to okay. be. Yeah, I'm ahead of you. I'm. I'm, it's, I'm surprised. One hundred one ninety seven. Go ahead. I'm on YouTube TV. I'm kind of. I feel like certain stations. That's a. It's all dependent on the station. Like. I'm on um, ESPN. Like I'm on ESPN, but like, say you, say you, say you turn on ABC. What? Come on, Grimes. Ah, uh, Grimes missed that. He had a, that three would have put him up by seven points, man. Yeah, that ABC. <laughs> Excuse me, ABC. I should have hit my button. <laughs> That's what a call button's for. Um, ABC is delayed a little bit because I changed the other night from Monday Night Football. I went from ESPN to Channel Six, which is ABC, uh, around here in the Philly area, right? And Troy Aikman said something, and I switched from from ESPN to ABC, and I heard him say the same thing again. So it's like, okay, there's a delay, which is not a big deal, you know. But yeah. I'm trying to figure out who this gentleman is courtside of the Knicks game. If you see this, there's a huge, really large, large man. He's very, he's very fat. Not trying to be, not trying to be, you know. Not trying no, to it's okay. It's, it's, listen, no, when you did that thing, the man, he's huge. Right. But he, he's got sunglasses on. He's bald. I thought it was Fat Joe, but I'm like, I don't think Fat Joe's a Knicks. Is Fat Joe a Knicks fan? No, I think he is an extent, but I definitely, it's not Fat Joe. This dude's bigger than Fat Joe. Did you see that Van Pelt lookalike sitting in the Look at the screen right now. Look at the screen. He's right, he's right there. It's in like he's going to do bad beats or some shit. Yeah, no, hold on. <laughs> I mean, look, it's not Van Pelt, but it looks like him. Look, look in the free throw right now. Can you see the guy okay, shooting the free throw? Well, I got to wait. Okay. That's look the guy over his shoulder in a second. Hold on. Look over his shoulder in a second. Over whose shoulder? Um, in the background, you see him. The all black and the sunglasses. All black sunglasses. I don't. I didn't see him. He's right near the coach of the Celtics. He's right near Joe Mazzulla. Ah, uh, I didn't. See, let me. Let me see if I can't catch him. Oh, okay. Now I see a big, heavy dude. Yeah, that's him. I, I don't know who this dude is. He has the best seat in the house. And it's like I got to pay closer attention to the Knicks games now because I'm like, who is this dude, man? Who is he? Is he, is he, is he in the music industry? Is he like? Is he on Wall Street? Like he, if I'm, I, don't I know, have to get a closer look. I, I can't, I couldn't see his face, but I could see his girth from across the freaking court. You know what I mean? Let me, he's taking up like two seats, man. But like, oh, is that not, the same guy I was talking about, the bald dude? No, well, oh, no, but, no, 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 because the guy oh, I was Pelt. talking about. I see Van Pelt. Yeah, I know who you're talking about. I see the Van Pelt looking guy. He's okay. Blue. Okay, yeah. it's not him. What is? I saw a yeah. guy over here. Looks pretty wide. He's next to a guy with a white shirt on <laughs> and a white hat. Right? Yeah. Uh, he's freaking huge, doggy. This is kind of like it, and our listeners out there. This is, I know we're going off on a tangent about people in the crowd. The Knicks game, but like this is, <laughs> this is like this is a little you know window into me and Joe's conver- phone conversations. We'll be like watching the game in the background and shooting the shit, and just like we'll just go off on tangents like this. So we're like right now we're just we're kind of like crowd watching, I guess. Yeah, and this game is surprising. Somebody just went down hard. Yeah, heart heart uh, side just went down. Yeah, uh, it's ninety nine one hundred one. So we got ourselves a little ball game. I know. Anyway, let's get back left. to the show, man. So I, uh, I saw Killers of the Flower Moon, um, the new Scorsese movie. I went in with very high expectations. I knew it was going to be three and a half hours, but honestly, it was like, it was predictable. It was slow. It could have been over. And I, I say he could have got that. It could have been, that movie could have been 110 minutes, right? Instead, mm-hmm. it was, over 200 minutes. You know what I mean? <laughs> dude took it. I'm sorry, Sean. That dude took an elbow right to the chops. But yeah, the, the movie could have been done more efficiently. I heard you say that, Shawnee. And um, when you told me about that movie, you even ran it past me. Um, I, I just want, One thing I wanted to clarify about last time, I said he's always asking. I just said once in a while. You, I just meant once in a while you asked me to go to the movies with you. That's all. Um, but you asked me about this movie if I wanted to go see it. And I said, nah, you know what, man? It's not something I feel like I want to run out and see. I love Scorsese. Who doesn't? Uh, and I love him for a lot of reasons. There's a lot of good stuff about content that I like, and he always manages to fit a Stone song in there because he loves the Stones just as much as I do. Probably more. I don't know about more, but um, but this was just – I saw this thing, and then when you told me it was two and a half hours or something or three, I'm like, I, 
it looked kind of dark and it was like, ah, I'll wait for that shit to come out on cable and then I'll decide if I want to see it. But it was not, I mean, I wanted to see the exorcist too, more than I wanted to see this or the exorcist, whatever that was, the exorcist. It had, it had, it had a killer cast. Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, the, the cast was, you know, pretty insane. When you actually think about it, DiCaprio, De Niro, um, John Lithgow, Brendan Frazier. You know what I mean? Yeah. It, had, it had a great cast, but I would honestly rate it about a 6.2. It was too long. It was, it could have been over like way shorter. It was kind of like te- toward the end. I'm just like, man, I just want to go. I, I went to a three o'clock showing and I didn't get home till seven. Right. Right. It was, it was a tr- you know, it was just like, man, this is like, I love score. I, I know people are hyping it up. I know it's up for the, it's going to be up for an Academy Award. Like the reviews are amazing, but it's well done and stuff. I, I get it, but I, I'm looking for like, when I watch a movie, I want to be entertained. I want to have a storyline where, where it's like some twists and turns and like, this was just like, you know, it was, it was, it probably was historically accurate. It was probably like well done if you're comparing it to the actual true story, but it's about an Indian tribe in Osage, uh, Osage or Osage, uh, Oklahoma, and they strike oil. And then like the white people start coming in and trying to like, you know, extort them and stuff and like kill them and take their money. Um, so the story is interesting. It's just the movie just kind of dragged, dragged on, man. Remember that reminds me of that movie a couple about 10 years ago. There will be blood. Remember that one? That was pretty cool. I like that. That's where he says, uh, I will, I drink your milkshake. I drink my it up. My straw right? goes across the room. <laughs> I drink your milkshake. <laughs> that was cool shit, man. Um, it was a little dark also, but it was cool. Um, I remember that though. And that, that actor is pretty good. Matter of fact, that actor played Abraham Lincoln in the movie Lincoln. So I think he did a hell of a job. But anyway, I digress. What are we doing next? Uh, what the hell's going on? We're still 99-101. What are we doing, fellas? Are we playing basketball? Or are we having a, a United, United Nations meeting here? I mean, it's it's a, it, what's going on here? Ten minutes ago, it was 99-101, and it's still 99-101. <laughs> you know what I mean? Come on. All right, Brunson's on the line. Let's see what the hell he does. Um, are we allowed uh, to do that? Are we allowed to, to talk? Are we allowed to, <laughs> to analyze <laughs> the game this way? Yeah, do, do you think that Ed Harris is at the no. game? No, I'm fucking with you. Go ahead. What? <laughs> do, you think that, do you think that Ed Harris is at the game? Uh, he might be, but um, if he is, he's in disguise because he's trying to fight off the paparazzi and all that shit. You know what I mean? <laughs> I mean, that's Ed Harris because, you know what I mean? Anyway. So you hear about, um, you know, Panera Bread has these lemonades. They're called charged lemonades. And I was to- waiting to see if you would mention this. Yes, I did hear about it. And okay, so the girl, think- some girl had a heart condition. She died, unfortunately, but. It is a kind of the family's trying to say like the, the she thought it was regular she didn't know it was a caffeinated drink but it's called charged lemonade like I have a Panera Bread uh unlimited sip subscription and like everything's pretty clearly labeled like they kind of say like there's a caffeine in this it's charged like so I don't know oh come on Br- Brunson has missed the layup man it's one on one one on one one fifty left man Celtics got the ball Tatum's dr- coming down the court damn um. Yeah, this game, it's tough for me. I'm, I'm talking while I'm, this game is Yeah, it's rich. cool. And we Listen, we do what the fuck we want to do. If we want to take a second off and watch the game here, it's Brunson driving the line. This is our show. We call the shots. He just missed the layup guy. He had someone in his face, but um, let me see here. All right, Tatum's got it. Tatum's a killer. All right. So we're 137 left, 101 each. Yeah, this is early on. This is like last night, Shawnee. Well, I shouldn't say that. Last night, I watched the Flyers, and they lost a heartbreaker, 3-2, to two, to the Golden Knights. But the Golden Knights won the Stanley Cup last year. So it was a hard loss, but at the same time, Flyers are starting out, and they're only four or five games in this year. But, you know, uh, I'm cautiously optimistic. And again, whoever wins this game here should be cautiously optimistic because it's game one. All right, Boston's up by three, a minute and a half left. Um I do have some song lyrics, and, and, I, and I want to spit those lyrics here, as the kids say. I want to spit those lyrics. Um, it has to do, what provoked me with these lyrics has to do with what happened last night in South Philly. Um, this baseball team lost the second consecutive game at home, of which they only needed to win one to win the National League pennant, and they choked. And the big bats choked. And everybody that I was texting with last night and back and forth, and oh, every, people are freaking out and they're heartbroken. And at the end of the day, yeah, it's disappointing, Shawnee. But you know what? I told you this too. It's a very young team. They love each other. They're going to stick together. They're going to be significant and relevant for about five years. 
So I have a sneaky suspicion you're going to see these bearded jokers for a while in, in postseason play. So all yeah, is not lost. Reese, Ho- Reese Hoskins is coming back next year. You know Reese what I mean? will be back. I th- I'm not need, sure if I even much. want. Yeah, go ahead. You need a what? pitcher. Right? You need another pitcher. What we need is two more aces. And look, they've come this way, all this way and spent this money. That's what you got to do, right? That's what the Texas Rangers did. And they got to go out and get two golden arms. And if they do that, to add to this rotation, and maybe they lose an Aaron Nola or something. I don't, I still don't know who Aaron Nola is. Um, I don't know, but yeah, if they address starting pitching and build the kind of, the kind of a starting rotation that you need to win a world's championship, I think they will. And they only need it for when the bats go cold, you know? So, uh, and if the bats go cold and that happens to everybody, but you know, it's like one of these things, it's, it's hard to win the whole ball of wax, you know? So, I mean, they, they did it in 08 and they were back in it a couple times since then they had a two to one lead last year and, and it just didn't happen, but hell, um, that's sports. That's pro sports. There are a hell of a lot of teams in that league that would love to be where the Phillies are talent wise and how set up they are and, and all that. So that's kind of where I, I went into this. I was kind of telling everybody, look, just think about the future. So are you ready for my lyrics? All right. What's his lyrics, man? Spit them out. If you wake up and don't want to smile, if it takes just a little while, open your eyes and look at the day. You'll see things in a different way. Don't stop thinking about tomorrow. Anyway, the song is called Don't Stop. It's Fleetwood Mac, Rumors album, 1977. And that opening litany, those four lines were written specifically and exclusively by Lindsey Buckingham. However, on the remainder of the song, he collaborated with the late, great Christine McVeigh. But, um, always like the song it's an optimistic song it and it really you know yesterday's history tomorrow's a mystery you know what i mean um but we only we can only eleanor roosevelt said that yeah and it's just the same kind of thing and you know it's it's live in a moment and don't stop thinking about tomorrow and it'll be here don't think this don't stop thinking about it but nothing about the and it says in the very end of the song the last like four or eight lines are don't look back don't you look back because it's silly so, so many times, Shawnee, I'll be sitting here thinking about something that happened 10, 12, 15 years ago and think, God damn it. Why, why didn't I tell that son of a bitch to go to hell or something like this? Something just weird stuff that I'm thinking, wait a minute. This is nuts. I'm sitting here thinking about, it. and you physically, you, you get a little, your breathing change. You tell, what are you doing? This is something that happened in the past. Now, I don't care if it happened yesterday or 20 years ago. It's the past. There's really nothing you can do about it. And my, my observation as far as the Phillies, as far as the way they're set up, um, I think we have more to look forward to than to, than to hang our heads about. You know what I mean? So that's all. Yo, can you hear me? I can hear you. It sounds like you're a little bit further okay, away. I was just testing it out. Cause if I, that's better. Back, if I lean back in the couch, unless I pick the microphone up, like say I lean back in the couch, I, I can actually bring it over here. Can you hear me better now? Oh, that's great. That's great. That's so great. basically what I'm just, now I can literally just sit back in the couch and hold the microphone. What I was doing, I'm like, I'm sitting on the couch, I got the TV in front of me and I'm leaning forward. Right. But I want to be relaxed. I want the show to be more like relaxed and more like conversational. Right. So, you know, now I'm just chilling sitting back and just got the microphone in my hand and you can yeah. hear clearly. So now I feel a lot more comfortable because when you're sitting, you know what I mean? Like when you're sitting up, you feel like you have to do work and you feel like you're it's like your body language can dictate your attitude in certain ways. Oh, there's no question about it. It's like when you put on a shirt and tie, psychologically, something happens to a guy. I mean, it does. It, you don't, you know, you don't do a 180. Oh, but, you're right. You know, yourself, when you put on that shirt and tie, you automatically just go into a, like a different mode. And I don't care if you're going to a wedding or you're going to a job interview or something about that. Just, and it's just that slight, you know what I mean? It's an, it's a mental adjustment you're making from an external stimulus. You know what I mean? It's weird, but it's, that's the way, that's the way. That's the way it works, man. Um, you sound like a professor, man. You're like an ex- it's an external judgment that you're well, making from an external yeah, stimulus. Like- I didn't want to sound like a jerk off there, but I'm just trying <laughs> to say. I mean, well, hey, mom and dad wrote some checks for me to go to college, so it didn't go to waste. Now, listen, no, um, no, that's true stuff, and that's that's you know, psychology is very interesting. You know what I mean? It really is, and that's 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 one little piece of you know, that's it's actually neat how, as a guy, 
you know, you know, you know exactly what I mean. And you didn't argue one bit when I said that, did you? Because you knew exactly no, what I meant. But I know what you mean. I, I hate wearing a suit. I, I, I had to put on a suit for the first time recently for like a family function. And like, I didn't realize I had like, I had a couple suits in my closet, but I only had one dress shirt. And I guess since I got that dress shirt last year, my, my grandma died last year. So I had to get like, a, uh, I, I bought a bunch of new suits and stuff. She, she lived to us. It was a hundred, lived a very long life. Yeah. But anyway, um, I guess, I guess I put on more muscle or whatever the hell the case is. Cause last yeah, you've year, you've been working out. You've, yeah. Cause this time last, last year, year, I think I weighed, I weighed around like, I feel like when I got the suit, I was weighing around. Um, when the hell did I get? I'm trying to think. I feel like I went to well, Colorado see, last year. But you year. know what, Shawnee? The weight could be deceptive because fat has weight to it. Muscle has weight to it. Matter of fact, do you know that if I give you a handful of fat and a handful of muscle and same amount, that muscle is going to be two and a half times heavier than the fat? So you yeah. can't always go by weight. You know what I mean? You could be in uh, way more than you did, right? But be in way better shape. But no, it's safe to assume with you that over the last year, you've been working out and you've been pushing some weight, you've been running and doing things like that. So you probably did put on a little bit of muscle. Yeah, but the, the thing was, I put on that dress shirt and then apparently like, uh, I don't know, apparently it was too tight on me. Let's just, I'll just leave it at that. Yeah. Um, and like, it was like one of those things I took off my jacket, we went to the restaurant after and it was just like, the shirt was just way, way too tight. Um but um no, I know what you mean. I, but I felt so uncomfortable having that suit on. Like I'm so used to not wearing a suit. Like I don't have to wear. I don't have to wear a suit at my job. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I can wear whatever the hell I want. So, um, putting on a suit does suck, man. Like you got to tuck in your shirt. You know what I mean? Everything has to be ironed. It's got to be. You got to wear the dress shoes. You got to. You got to wear the dress socks. It's like, it really is annoying, man. <laughs> yeah, you know, and you know what really sucks? Honestly, when you have a job where you have to do that shit every day so you come home you're tired you eat dinner you get a shower you want to park your ass and watch a ball game and you think oh shit i didn't iron my shirt for tomorrow and i don't know what tie i'm gonna oh man just, just shit like that man that that's that's i'm telling you ah that sucks it's a, it that 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 life sucks anyway see that it is going to be your... halloween soon bro and this is you yeah. know this is our halloween show i didn't mean to cut you off my friend what you say no i'm saying the next game's in the crunch time like pritchard from the celtics has hit two free throws which now pisses me off because Julius Randle had two free throws a couple of minutes ago and he missed uh one or two one out of two of them. So if he made those free, if he made that other free throw, this will only be a three point game. We have a chance at the time. And now we what we gotta do now is make a quick two pointer and then foul, I think, unless we get a three pointer up, but Yeah. It's not looking good for the Knicks. Yeah, but you, and, and I I'm with you, I hear you. And as a Sixers fan, I'm going this is gonna be a tough year. Um but all I could say is you know as far as this this division or this you know this um, the East, it's going to be uh, Milwaukee and 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 the team you're looking at tonight, the Green Team, you know the Celtics, and that's going to be that's going to be the end of it. Um, so all you can hope for, I don't know, I don't even know what to to hope for this year. It's like I don't know, I just don't know what. But at least you're building something, and you know what you're trying to do. I don't even know what we're trying to do. I don't even know what we have. This jerk off finally comes back and says he's going to be back and of course he's not going to be with the team when they open okay and i don't know what he's doing he's had a history of being a real prick i mean he really has in houston he was mad at them and he wanted to be uh you know he wanted to do something you you know passive aggressive to them so he shows up you remember this i'm not telling you anything you don't know he shows up okay yeah i'm here but he shows up like 35 pounds overweight you know what I mean? And it was intentional. It was intentional. Like, I don't really give a shit about you guys, or I'll show you guys. You'll make show. I'll show up. But I'm going to jog up and down the floor. I'm going to be 30 pounds overweight. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. Then he goes to another place, and it, things don't go exactly the way he wants. So he, he works his way out of there. This entire league is starting to piss me off because the players are running the shit. Okay? The inmates are running the asylum, and I don't like it. But anyway. Call me old school. I don't know, but this is, it's horse shit. Even what happened with Damon, Damon Lillard, Damian Lillard or whatever his name is. He not only said, I want to be traded. He, he basically said, this is who I want to be traded to this one, this one. I mean, it's, this is, it's, it's just getting, re- and that other joker, LeBron thinks he runs the goddamn league. I'm just, I'm really, 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 um, so would you care, would you care if the Sixers traded Joel Embiid to the Knicks? Well, it depends on what you're giving me back. In order uh, you, for prob- you, to get you probably him, get, go- you probably get um, Julius Randle 
Emmanuel quickly, two first round draft picks. No, 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 no. We're starting with Brunson and we're going to start adding. Oh, no. You, there, there's zero chance you get Brunson. Zero. Well, there's zero chance you're going to get Embiid for it unless you get Brunson and some more. This is Joel Embiid, dude. We're never, we're never, I like Brunson too, but don't start comparing Brunson to fucking Embiid. Then, yeah, I, then I'm going to have. Joe, you know this is history, man. We're doing we're doing a show during Victor Wembanyama's debut for the Spurs, man. This is big. Okay, where there he is? That tall drink of water. I'm telling you, he's going to snap in half. <laughs> he looks. Um, we're going to see. Uh, I look at him. I'm seeing Ralph Sampson right away, but I don't know. We'll see. Well, you know, just physically. Wasn't we'll wasn't goes Ralph on. Sampson actually pretty good though? Yeah, well, I'm saying physically, I see a Ralph Sampson. Yeah, um, there you go, man. This could be his first yeah, basket. Yeah, yeah, he's bringing that ball up like 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 a like smooth like a guard. And well, that's what they said about him too. He's got a, you know, he's got all that. So we'll see what happens. So I don't I know feel, how historic it is, but I guess yeah, it is. I think the for, title, just, the title of this episode should be Wemby. The title of this, this episode it, is whatever you want to call it, bro. I, I don't it, know. I don't know if I'd call it Wemby though. I really, really wouldn't. Well, I mean. I, you know what I mean? First of all, it's a Halloween <laughs> show. First of all, it's a Halloween show. Second of all, I don't know who this. I mean, I know who he is, and I know all the hype and everything, but I'm not dedicating our show because we're watching a couple him him open up. But <laughs> you know what I mean? I don't I don't know if he's that much of an. We're watching him and we're talking about him. We're doing other shit. This is a Halloween show, <laughs> and I want to ask you, what is your favorite Halloween candy? Come um, on, quick, favorite, favorite Halloween <laughs> candy? Yeah. Honestly, probably um, <laughs> the ones that I like the most. Um, like when I used to trick or treat, obviously, I love uh, Snickers. You know those bite-sized Snickers, right? Um, Good choice. Little bags of Skittles. Eh. Well, you know um, what? I haven't really tried Skittles. I don't think. Believe it or not, I've never tried Skittles. But uh, go ahead. Never tried. Wait, hold on. I don't ne- think I've ever. You never. Think I've, I'm going to try tried them. Skittles. No, I never tried them, and I know they've been around for a long, long, long time. But I just. Um, I just never had. I, to. I have a family sized bag of Skittles right now on my table. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. It's so, a- so you you're got you got no. It's okay. Snickers, Skittles. What else? Um, Starburst. Um, Go on. Think, uh, Whoppers, like those little back, you know, nah. Whoppers. They give you like four of them in the pack. Yeah, with with the hard hard bread inside or whatever the hell it is. No, no, it's like it's like malt. It's like eating eating rocks and shit. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, oh, I it's. Just, I just spotted Mark Cuban in the crowd. He's at the San. He's in. The oh, I must be thinking Co- of milk yeah, like duds. There. Go ahead. What? I must be thinking of something called milk duds. There's one of those oh, yeah, milk, chocolate. Dude, milk, milk duds are really good. shit in the middle. They're yeah, hard I, as I hell. Love, I love milk duds, but I can't really eat them anymore. To, to pull out my friggin'. Uh, That's teeth. why I'm not, not messing with Skittles. And I used to eat Starburst. I used to love them. But I don't want anything that's going to start pulling out fillings or caps. Well, off. Skittles are actually Skittles are probably actually pretty predictable. They're you shouldn't pull anything out. Skittles are hard on the outside, and I like, guess they're chewy once you start chewing them. But I've never had like an issue with Skittles in my teeth. Here we go. Come on, okay. Wemby. Okay. Wemby still hasn't scored his first basket yet, man. Plus, you know, plus I didn't try Skittles, Shawnee, because a lot of that stuff is sweet and it's good, but it's it's very acidic. And one or two of those things are not going to do it for me. I know if I get them and I like them, which I probably will, I'm going to mess around and eat half the bag, and then I'm going to have problems with with acid reflux. That's why. That's why. Right, because this, 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 this San Antonio Spurs team is—they could be pretty exciting. They have some young talent, man. Okay, yeah, they can, and they have a long way to go. But we watch the Knicks, and what else? We watch the Knicks, and we're on Halloween now. So, yeah, so I, what's uh, what's your favorite costume you ever dressed up in? Well, my favorite costume. I just, first of all, my favorite. My favorite is Reese's. I just absolutely love Reese's. Um. And my favorite costume that I ever dressed up in. Uh, mm-hmm. I can't even remember half that. You know what? I just used to, uh, uh, I can't. Jeez. I, I guess one, I guess one year I went, I was a young teen and I went like as a, a Rambo type of character. And I think it was maybe, I don't know if it, if it was just, I uh, was like a, a soldier dude, like a Vietnam soldier or something like that or whatever. But I went like all fatigues and I put some black shit on it, you know, that kind of thing. And, um, you know, smear it on my face and this and that, that kind of thing. I was, a, I was about 14, maybe 15. Uh, that was like toward the end of, you know, I was one of the bigger kids going, Hey, when you're 15, and, and you can, you do the 14, maybe I think it was 14. 
Because my black Thomas. When you say when you say Rambo type character, did you have like a like a red bandana on or some shit? I don't. I can't show any. I can't remember. But it that was you know. And then I guess, um, what? I am. I think I I wore my football uniform one year. I was about ten or eleven, maybe, and I just wore my football uniform. And I just you know I I said yeah I'm a football player. That's all. Just boom, you know. Um, but um. I was going to ask you, um, let me just say this. I was going to ask you your Halloween memories, but I'm going to give you mine real fast, and then you'll have an idea what I'm talking about. When I think about Halloween, now I've been through, let me see something, uh, probably that I can remember about 52 or 53, 54. Hold on, Joe, Joe. Yeah. Wemby just hit his first NBA basket. It was a three-pointer from dead center, uh, right above the foul line, three-pointer. Wemby just hit his first basket. It just that okay, so a, Wemby's first game. It could be historic. Wemby's first game, the guy hit a three-pointer. Now, we can get on with our show, or we're we just going to, like, you know. I mean, you're <laughs> the, this is it's just, So, I mean, it's cool, but it's like, cool. We, we got, you know, I mean, I just want to talk about Halloween, and you keep <laughs> jumping to this game. What the fuck, dude? You're jumping to this <laughs> game between the Spurs, and I don't even know who they're playing tonight. I mean, it's just, it's cool. But like this is not <laughs> so the what's, what's the story? Church what's of the, Wemby, my dude, and we we, story? we were talking about the Knicks, my friend, Shawnee. All right, so I just want it's not a story. This is <laughs> Halloween memories. I remember as a little guy. It's as far back as I can remember, five, six, seven years old. I tried to ask myself, how far can you remember back Halloween? But and I'm guessing I'm five, six, maybe seven years old. Uh, mom had a, a costume on me. It was a plastic mask, you know, with the rubber band around the back. I don't even know what it was. I can't remember. It was some kind of a cape or something, right? And I remember I would walk up to the door and get candy, and I'd turn around, and she'd be on the sidewalk. She was with me. You know what I mean? And it was so long. Those early Halloweens, I'll never forget. You know, and when your mom's with you, she's on the sidewalk. That's how you know you were a little guy. Um I didn't have a pillowcase because she had me carrying around a plastic pumpkin, you know, with a little a handle across the top. You know what I mean? Little guy walking around. But I can remember that far back. And that's my point that anybody listening, how far back can you remember Halloween? Take me all the way back and just give me a minute or two of of what it was like. That's all. And if you can remember far back, you got less remembering to do than I do because you're younger than me. <laughs> so, um, but that's, I can, re- I can remember back and it just, it brings back memories that are, that are really neat. And I think we should acknowledge Halloween. I really do. Um, I even messed around over the last weekend and read, um, um, Sleepy Hollow or the, yeah, the legend of Sleepy Hollow with Ichabod Crane and all that. I just, I dig the fall and I dig Halloween. Can you, Shawnee? Take back, take me back to when Sean was five, maybe six, maybe seven. I'm sure. Well, by one, one Halloween, I was dressed up as a pirate, and I was visiting my sister at her school, and my hat blew off, and I went to run and get my pirate hat, <laughs> and I ran my I ran to the corner of a table. My forehead went to the corner of the table, and I had to get stitches. Oh, so that's one memory. Geez, that's not funny. I, the first part was funny, but that wasn't funny. I mean, that, now it's funny to look back at it. You mm. know what I mean? It's kind of like, damn. Like, just, no, it's, no, it's cool though. <laughs> Memory's a memory. Um, you know, yeah. yeah obviously, now out. now it's irrelevant. I mean, I had a scar for a while, like from that. From I got, I had to get stitches in my forehead three times as a kid. Like another time, I was playing tag with my sister in the house, ran to a corner of a table. So that's twice. Oh. When I was little. Someone closed the door on my head. I think so. Like, I had to get stitches in my head like three, like three friggin' times. Like, we actually—it's crazy to think about. You know what I that mean? That is wild, dude. Um, but yeah. So yeah, I always enjoyed Halloween, man. I always went. I always went trick or treating with my best friend Matt. Uh, we spent a lot of Halloweens. Like one year, he lived in this town, Manalapan. So it was all, that was a cool because I was like a whole different neighborhood. Matt and lives like, down we, south, right? We had this. We had this development, and how we we lived in at one point this townhouse development. That's and where you're going to pretend like you didn't hear me. Yeah, li- Matt lives down south. I'm not going to give his address away, but yeah, Matt lives down yeah. south. Oh, I know. Was that what you said? <laughs> yeah, I asked you, and you're like rolled right over. Like, I, and I'm like, oh, no, no, that's. Not, I didn't get real specific. I said Matt's your best friend, and he had moved down south. Matt's a good dude, from what I heard. You yeah. know, I've heard you talk uh, and speak of him, but yeah, yeah, we cool. uh, so we trick or treated. Uh, anyway, um. All right. What else, man? What else, man? I heard this. Uh, <laughs> today you texted me or you, you sent me a, a thing. You're like, yo, t- quickly turn on ABC. Quickly put on Wheel of Fortune. 
that chick who won, man, she was definitely good looking. Her name was Angela. Yeah, I, and I was, I, I just, I saw it, and I'm like, oh my god, look at this, look at this here. And I just, I said, let me just hit this Joker up real quick because I knew you were probably looking at the, the basketball because that game started at seven o'clock, I think. I said, let me just hit him up and have him look at this because it was a commercial break, and I knew they'd be coming back. But she just had that, like, a, a some kind of a, a an Asian Pacific Island slash, she just Spanishy type of look, and she was just. She was just sharp as hell. All right, so I have a joke for you. If you want to hear a good joke, I heard a good joke the other day. Well, before you get to that joke, do you remember what the winning phrase was that she had? Yes, cozy home. Yep, I'm surprised you remember. I'm kind of impressed, man. What? 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 Jesus, my dad had Alzheimer's. I don't cuss. <laughs> what, Larry? <laughs> no, because no, it's one of those things where, like, it's like it's one it was of those only things, an like, hour and a half ago or something. Do, but no, do people who watch do people who watch like Wheel of Fortune like actually remember like the winning? I just wonder if they actually remember that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, there are times when you, I'm, you know, I'm having fun with you, Sean, but <clears throat> there are times when you and I are talking on the phone, and I can't remember the wordle that you, you know the wordle word from the day before, uh, and I tell you, I said, "Don't damn it, don't tell me. Let me remember it. Don't," because <laughs> I think we do them at different times. I I do mine like. You know, 10 minutes after midnight, I do mine early, very early. Could be two o'clock in the morning, but I, I say, Oh shit, I forgot my puzzle and I'll do it. So if I'm talking to you at 10 o'clock that, that same day, right? Technically that same day, you know, um, 10 o'clock at night, you may not have done it. Sometimes it's the inverse or whatever, but anyway, um, yeah. So there were these four guys standing on a golf tee and they're getting ready to tee off. And there's a road not too far from the first tee. A lot of golf courses are along the edge of a road, you know. So this guy's getting up. He's getting ready to tee off. He's first. And along comes a funeral procession. So he says to the other, he takes his tee out of the ground. Says, guys, I need a minute. He walks over toward the funeral procession going by. Takes off his hat. Puts it to his chest. And then he walks back. And the other guys, the other three guys are standing there with their jaws dropped. I say, damn, Jim, we didn't know you were that kind of devoted to this kind of. And Jim says, well, oh, what the hell? I was married to her for 37 years. I had to do something. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> um, you know, gol- gol- golfing is something that, that, you know, if you have a tea time, you don't want to mess it up. But anyway, um, what else you got? <laughs> well, it was, but the whole thing was, was he currently married when she died or like, did they get divorced years ago? Like, was there a whole story to it? It was just like, that's, that's the way I heard it. Um, yeah. I guess the, the, the implication to make it real funny is, you know, yeah. he's still married to her, you know, that kind of thing. But, uh, yeah, either way, yeah, I gotta a, be completely honest, man. The, the San Antonio, I don't want you to be honest. No, I'm messing the with you. San Antonio Spurs are looking great right now, man. They're, they could be, they could be an underrated team this year. If this, I know, I know the next game is ended, but you know, we're just doing the show. We, we agreed this yeah, season. Was, yeah, we're going to be more casual. We're going to be out in the backyard. So out in the backyard, you're man, right. You're right. We might be, wa- right, we might be watching a ball game inside in the living room and come out to the backyard and be talking about, you know what I mean? It's like, yes. Right now, right. to me, this guy, Run Beyond, has a chance to be like, he could be a generational player. He could be as important as LeBron James. If he stays healthy and if he keeps getting better, this dude could be a monster. So I'm just trying to make it seem like, I mean, to me, it yeah. feels like a, it feels like a huge moment that I'm watching this dude's debut. I don't know, man. I guess, I guess yes and no. I mean, because how many people say, "Well, you know, did you see? I don't know. Did you see Damian Lillard's debut? I didn't. I don't really feel like I missed anything. Because if he's that, I know what you're saying, though. I know what you're saying, and I, it's cool. Like it happens, so I could say, "Yeah, you know, I saw him in his first game. I saw him stick his first three pointer. It's something I can say that I saw." But I'm not going to get, you know, it's, you know, it's, but it's cool. It's cool. What's on in front of you? You're, and you're a basketball. I play back, you know, I played basketball and we, in our, in, in our town, we played basketball, um, in the summer outside and it's you know, spring and summer outside. And in the fall and winter, we would play inside. We had intramural league. And then if, even if we wanted after school, you come home from school around three o'clock, change your clothes and run to the, the grade school where, you know, where we, we went to, you know, our, you know, grade school. I'm talking about when you're in high school, you come home, you get changed. And you, you, and so we would run out to the grade school in our town where the principal knew us and all the people knew us. They would let us in to play ball in the gym. Um, so in the wintertime, we, we were playing basketball all year round. Now, we all played different sports. We played baseball, right? Played football. But that basketball, because it was all you needed was a ball and a hoop. 
So um, I played a lot to him because my my idol was Julius Irving. The Sixers were on their climb, and this you know I'm telling you I was trying to. I wish you could have seen when the Celtics came here, what it was like. The Sixers Celtics rivalries. I mean, it was. I mean, you know, you see clips of Dr. J starting teeing off on Larry Bird, and you know those two going at it, and it was just it was crazy. But um, I love. I play basketball. I'm going to mess around in a couple of days and go out and shoot again. I go out and just work on the jumper. I played all those years, you know, 15, 16, growing up early, basically up until about maybe 15 years ago. And it just, it just kind of, I just kind of lost, you know, you get busy, you're doing this, you're doing that. I took, I liked golf and kind of golf replaced that time. But lo and behold. When you go out and play basketball, do you, do you stay outside the three point line or do you you take like mid range jumpers? What are you really working on? I like, I, I, yes. To answer your question, because uh, some guys just go out and practice and shoot, and they're standing there shooting this this three point. I could stick the three pointer, and I like it. But you know what? That's seventeen foot jump shot. That quick turnaround, quick turnaround fadeaway jump shot from fifteen, seventeen feet is something that I had, and I'm starting to get it back. You know what I mean? I'm starting to get it back, and it helps. It helps out too because I can remember, I can remember playing against dudes that were just like younger taller and this and that but i would i would throw that little turnaround and fade it away on and i did that to someone and his friend said yo man you can't you and he goes hey man you can't you can't stop that not that I, i'm unstoppable but i mean he's basically saying if you execute that fade away right it's very 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 unlikely that you're going to get your shit slapped away um and if you don't get it slapped away you can release it and it's got a chance of going in but uh you know what i mean so um, that's what he meant. Like, you know, this dude's got his shot down and it, really you can't, you know, if it's done right, you really have to fade away. And, and, you know, as you're fading away, your momentum moving back, you got to just counter that a little with your shot. It's cool. But, um, yeah, Shawnee, you have to come out with me and play because you're going to be surprised. You're going to say, oh, geez, I would have had you figured for like, you know, maybe, you know, uh, a defensive end front or something here or there, but no, that is kind of, you know, um, I could play some ball. I could, I could play some ball, yeah. but uh, I can't, I'm, I'm not what I was, but I love basketball. But my point to come all the way home is I don't share your enthusiasm for watching it, but I'm, I'm cool. I'm with you. I'm with you, bro. So, um, when did you first try Turkey Hill diet iced tea? I'm sorry. I just took a sip of some. Um, <laughs> it's weird that you said that as I was getting a sip of some. Um, I'm, was it iced tea? Yeah, uh, <laughs> it was just as you were saying that. So yeah, yeah. that's weird. Um, but we have that stuff happen to us all the time. So yeah, um, I, I, so I can't remember exactly. Uh, I guess maybe. You know what? It was after 2017. I could tell you that because I used to do the Crystal Light, and I did that when I was. Yeah how how is the place. Crystal how's how's the Crystal Light diet iced tea? How is that? The Crystal Light Diet Iced Tea is pretty good. I used to get the peach flavor, and it was good. I feel it, was, like- it was pretty good now. I mean, but I, once I started drinking this, is like, whoa, you know. But go and ahead. Then, when, so then, you, then you tried, when did you fuck around and try the Wawa one, the Wawa Diet Iced Tea? Oh, I'm trying to think there, too. I think I, think I went Turkey Hill probably around 2017, 2018. And shortly thereafter, because they've almost always been concurrent, you know, the two of them. So I think shortly thereafter. But where I tried the Wawa iced tea was in the little bottles. You know what I mean? These 12-ounce bottles, 16-ounce bottles. Every time I go into Wawa and get a sandwich or this or that, I go in and get two of those. And that's how I got turned on to it. And then I saw, oh, they they make these in the bigger ones? Okay, okay. So, uh, and to me, this, this... I think I went to this first because I went from this to that Turkey Hill. Now I still do both of them, but my preference is that Turkey Hill. It, it, there's something about it, Sean. It's got it's it's got a like a smooth. This is the way I'm explaining. I'm explaining it real quickly. I love lemon pies. Always did. It was one of my favorite things, like Tasty Cakes, Twinkies, and all that stuff. I used to like the Hostess lemon pie and the Tasty Cake lemon pie. Now, the host they're two different animals, right? But they're both lemon pies. The Hostess lemon pie has a sugary exterior, and you bite into it, and it's tart. It'll make your tongue jump out and smack your face. It's so tart, but it's good, right? The, the Tasty Cake lemon pie, no sugar on the outside, just regular dull crust, but you bite into that, and you got this creamy lemon 
So this is the difference. I like them both, but this would be the creamy lemon. lemon. The uh, the um, Turkey Hill would be like the creamy lemon pie as opposed to the yeah. tart. But they're both good, you know. Yeah, I like the Turkey Hill one better. Um, yep. I was going with the – first I was drinking the Wawa one recently, and then I, I actually got a chance to get the Turkey Hill one. It's really good, but – I gotta say, I'm watching just another comment of the Spurs game, man. Yeah, it's cool. This this dude on the Spurs, Devin Vassell or Devin Vassell, I don't know how to pronounce his last name. What's he his looks number? Like he could be pretty good, man. Okay. Is he on the floor right now? Yeah, he's a dude. He's got like uh he's number twenty four. He's got like kind of like dreadlock haircut. But um he could be a breakout player. And then I'm looking Oh, I see him. Uh the Mavericks, I didn't even realize they got uh Grant Williams and then they have this guy Derek Lively. He went to Duke, so there's a couple I love every year in the NBA, like some of these teams could transform and just you know. Um it's gonna be an interesting year, man. Yeah, it's gonna be fun. We'll see. I I But anyway, yo, did you hear about uh did you hear about Chris Mad Dog Russo saying after game five, he said he Yeah, would, I watched that asshole today on TV. If, I, I, but go ahead. If the Diamondbacks Doggy. won game yeah, yeah. If the Diamondbacks won game six and seven, that he would retire. Mm-hmm. So do you think he was just like now he look, he's obviously not going to retire. Like today, I saw an interview. He's like, "Well, I can retire from serious, but not first take." You know what I mean? Like he's trying to like milk the moment. But everyone like he, like you you can't be making statements like that. You can't be making like crazy statements. This guy's been on the air for years. Like I understand it was kind of like tongue in cheek when he said it, but it's just like, dude, it's like well, come it's tongue in cheek calling him an asshole too. Because I like the guy. I've, I've I've pretty much been in and out of liking the guy. Uh, He's been around since the mid '80s too, uh, but why I said asshole today is because he said that comment to which you just alluded. I got, I'm telling you right now, if they lose both games, if they go in there and lose both games, I'll, I'll retire. That's right, I, 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 I. And he's always screaming and say his whole shtick. But today, today he came out and he bashed the Phillies and you know the whole thing. He's yeah, I, 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 I. he's pissed off because they lost because it made him look a little silly. Not because you know, I mean, and as far as I can remember about that Joker, he's been a Mets fan. So he ought to just shut the fuck up. You know what I mean? He's been a Mets fan for, for I remember seeing him in a Mets jersey. So he ought to just, just, just chill it out. But he, he came on this, you know, when Stephen A lets him get up to the camera and do all his goofy shit and they all stand there laughing at him. Well, today he, he just went on a tirade against the Phillies, against all oh, he's tired of seeing, hearing about the fans and how the roughed up Phillies and blah, 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 blah. And he went off and on. And I'm like, you know, man, just it, 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 it to the point where it irritated me a little bit. You know, now why? And, and the whole thing was he was he was aggravated. He was aggravated that they lost those two games and made him look silly in his prediction. You know, so but he's always got he's always got a little too much mouth. But he you know, I, they keep on because he, he can be funny, too. He can. You know, it's just he just irritated me today. But I, I know exactly who you're talking about now. And they even did a little backdrop of him retiring. Like, I forget what the hell it was. It can't even like they did some kind of little skit or backdrop where he was retiring or whatever. And, yeah. you know, I don't know. Maybe it's a good idea. Yeah. Have you ever heard the song uh, Just Another Day by John Cicada? No. Um, that song. I, I've anybody... heard that by Paul McCartney, but go ahead. Just another, just another day by John Cicada. Anybody who's got Spotify, any Apple Music, check that song out. I could put that song out anytime, and it's for some reason it puts me in a better mood. I feel like hopeful. It's weird, man. You got you got to listen to that song, man. I'm telling you. Okay, I'll listen to that after you listen to. You know what I'm talking about? It's just another day. Do, 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 do. That's Paul I mean, yeah, McCartney. I, mean, I, I probably yeah, I probably heard that. But yeah. man, uh, I hope I'm hoping that McCartney goes on tour, man. I love to see McCartney if he goes on tour, man. Oh. It- yeah, we'll have to talk about that one. But like I said, I'd like us to talk about our concert experiences retrospectively, not what oh, we're yeah, going yeah. to see. I'm not saying, uh-huh. yeah, we'll, we'll we'll figure something, we'll figure it out. But yeah, man. Yeah. But uh, what else, man? What else is going on in your life, man? Just you, uh, just, just chilling, you know? baby. We don't we don't want to get too personal now. But <laughs> we're um, we're just just chilling, just chilling right now. Everything's cool. So, what was your most recent? You went to Taco Bell Saturday. Did I? Let me try to remember. Um, yes, I did. I went to Taco Bell Saturday. I got my usual, and I loved every damn bite of it. And every as I'm eating, I'm thinking that's why I get this every all the time because it's so goddamn good. I got. Um, I do the. I go in and I do the Mexican pizza combo, and what that gives me is a Mexican pizza, large drink, and two tacos. I always make sure those two tacos are Doritos Locos Supreme. I don't know if I could ever go back and eat another regular taco that isn't isn't seasoned like a Dorito. So yeah, somebody I mean, said 
Somebody said they sell that like the Doritos taco shell in the stores. You should look for that, man. I would if I made home tacos. But, and you know, Sean, every time you try to, well, you could just make it at home. It's never the same. It's just never the same. All right. And I don't give a rat's ass what, how much percentage of meat they use. I don't give a damn. I'll eat it by the, by the bucket full because it's good, brother. Um, but I get, I get the, that combo. And then in addition to, in addition to the two tacos I get, I get three additional, right? But Doritos Locos Supreme because I'm with the sour cream in there. It's really, it adds that counter taste in there. It's beautiful. So basically I get a Mexican pizza, five tacos, a large drink, and I bring my Wawa cookies with me for dessert because um they don't have anything close to that and the stuff that they do have is really cinnamon laced cinnamon cinnamon circles and cinnamon twist and all that that cinnamon believe it or not cinnamon is the culprit for among other things among other things it's one of the culprits for heartburn for me that i found out you know so um i don't mess with how did you how did you find that out did you just like have you just notice every time you ate cinnamon uh you started getting heartburn i i I'm talking about the heartburn that wakes you up in the middle of the night and that kind of was it was it always was there anything other like can you think of any other ingredients? It was always cinnamon. No, cinnamon was one of many. That's why I said it it, it was one of many. Um as like I told you, uh citric acid, like I told you if I if I drank two glasses of orange juice or something like that, or tomato juice, ooh, because of the it's it's just very acidic. That's why I told you I wouldn't eat Skittles. I, probably why I haven't tried Skittles is I have enough sense to know that there's citrus flavor, citrus acid, it's, you know, citric acid in those. Believe it or not, that's that's what makes them nice and sweet, fruit fruity tasting and all. So well, I do you know. remember? Do you ever Marshawn Lynch? Every time he scored a touchdown, he always took the Skittles out. Oh hell yeah! Now listen. If I if I wasn't afraid of that heartburn and this and that, I could eat bags full of those damn things. Because I used to love Starburst, but I'm going back before I used to get heartburn. But Starburst and Skittles, I imagine, are very similar. But Starburst, oh man, I loved those growing up. Oh, that I love. What was your favorite color, Starburst? Um, probably red. Then they they actually have a they actually sell Starburst packs now. It's called Fave Reds, F A V E, like favorite Fave Reds. And it's it's pretty much just filled with uh, the three types of reds, the starburst. Yeah, I, and and you're right. The the red, the pink was strawberry. I didn't. Yeah, they they, they were have okay. red, red, pink, and I think that pack has red and pink. Yellow was was my favorite. The lemon, oh, I dude. Just... Yellow was friggin' worse, man. No, well, I I liked lemon, especially growing up. I like you know that's why I told you I love the lemon pies and stuff. And even even as adult, I love you know if I can, I don't eat them too much anymore. Again, for the same reason. That lemon is it's very citric. Now, I may mess around once in a while and eat a piece of lemon cake or something like that. But, you know, lemon pie filling or, or something, it's, it's too much for me. Or you know, Anyway, um, I used to love to eat spaghetti. I used to love to eat my mom's homemade sauce. And, and, and I used to put it, man, I used to put it in a big bowl, Sean, big bowl, and then mix it all together because I don't like just a pile you of gravy. You put grated Parmesan on top? Sometimes. Sometimes yes, sometimes no. Um, but then I would mix it all together. So every noodle was, had some, you know, absorb some sauce and I would just start to go at it and I'd love it. I would absolutely love it. But after a while it started to, and it makes sense, you know, tomatoes have very acidic. And so it's those kind of things you just learn to like, okay, it is what it is. Now I could still eat pizza because there isn't a whole lot of sauce on it. Granted, I have to take a second Pepsi AC that night just for preventive measures. Because normally I just take one every night, but on a night like that, I would take a second one just for preventive measures. But um, I can eat pizza and get away with it. So it's all is not lost. But um, that homemade sauce, and I knew how to make it too. I just haven't made it in so long because I can't eat it. But um, long after my mom passed, I would make that gravy. It was it was just so good. Meat it had meat in it, you know, ground sausage, ground beef. It was just nice, and it was re- it was a pretty spicy. You know, it was a pretty, you know, it wasn't a, you know, it wasn't a, a sauce. It wasn't a wimpy sauce. It was more like, more like, like chili. It was so thick. But anyway, what, uh, where are we here? We're, um, we're, okay. we're going to wrap up the show a little bit. Yeah, uh, yeah I, I guess. Did, I did see on the internet today that a gentleman, oh, that's what I want to talk about. So there are some really, really low life people out there in this world. Oh, there There's are. This dude I follow on Instagram. His name is Bandana Eats. He basically does he he goes around the country to various restaurants. He does food challenges. Like 
you know, eat like, you know, eat like 10 pounds of French fries in like 20 minutes, that type of thing. Like, he, and he has to complete, if he does, if he completes the challenge, he gets the food for free and they give him like a cash reward or a gift certificate. Okay. And if he doesn't win the challenge, he has to pay for the full meal. Right. Right. So he's a very good guy. He's got a good personality. He's very like just a simple, like friendly, nice person. Like who's easy. He's likable. Right. Right. There's been people who because he, he goes live when he does the challenges and he tells the people what restaurant he's going to next. There are people on the internet who know where he's going because he announces it and they they call the restaurant ahead of time and say, oh, he's got COVID. Oh, he cheats. The, he cheats. He doesn't really do the challenges. He cheats. He, and he, he's like, you know, he's a really he's just like you shouldn't let him do the challenge. So they try to sabotage this guy. Just wants to make a living, go around to this food challenge. That's how he makes his living. That's his, he's a, he's a social media like food food guy. Can you imagine the type of person who just who like just wants to like ruin this guy's life where they're calling restaurants and trying to like ruin his his, his livelihood? Like what type of lowlights are out there, man? Yeah, I mean they are out there and uh like why why would why would anybody want to do that to this guy? I, I, it's that's a that's a is could it be some kind of vendetta or something, maybe? I don't know. No, I'm telling you, man. Uh, he's you know, to my understanding, he wrote he wrote a whole long message about it. He's like, I can't tell you guys where I'm going anymore. Now I got to talk, call the restaurants ahead of time, and like, just say look out for this type of stuff. So I'm telling you, man, there doesn't seem like anything that he did for this to happen. People, people are just there are a lot of scummy people out there who do fucked up things, man. Yeah, there are, there are, and and you know what, Shawnee, and um, we're not like I said, we're not we're you know we're not going to do politics or, or heavy shit this year, and we're we're kind of that's not what we do, and we, there are plenty of people doing other shit. But my point is, and you elaborated on this in isolation not too long ago, but some of the stuff that's going on, and I don't want to get into any of it, but I just want to say we get proof every day that this place in which we live, this planet, it's really it's really a cold, mean place. Really, when you when you, I'm I'm not trying to be negative, but when you really think about it, I mean, there's some good spots here and there, like you know, but you know, this 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 planet on which we live, this this life that we lead, it, it it's this is a, it can be a real nasty, cruel place, man, and I just don't understand it sometimes. I just don't understand it, but that whole thing over there in the in the Middle East, man. That is so ancient, Sean, and so complex. It should, and it's it's so heartbreaking that. I'm, and like I said, I'm not going to get into it. I think you, I couldn't disagree. I, I, it's hard to disagree with anything you said, and you did a hell of a good job with that, anyway. By the way, um, but yes. no problem. But um, yeah, I couldn't disagree with with too much of what you said. Um, and we, uh, what I think where I'm where I'm going with this is that was the most recent example to me, or the slap in the face to remind me of just how just how fucking nasty this place can be that we think is, you know, you know, cause all we have, but, um, I don't know. I I'm sure that if whoever made us, right. If, if that, if that being made us to do this to each other, that, that being is, a, is maniacal. Okay. But I don't think that's the case. I think whoever made us made us to come down here and had thoughts and visions of us living in harmony. And maybe eventually it'll take a thousand years. Maybe it'll take another 10,000, maybe whatever. But what was meant to be just a conversation between friends turned into what we have now, currently. The way way humans are treating other humans. To me, I just can't understand it. I don't want to go down this rabbit hole right now. Maybe one night we will. But we said earlier on, we don't want to get too heavy. But um, I guess you reminded me just now. Um, it just was ringing in my head that, you know, there are people like that. They're, they're just, they're just people, you know, they're just jerked off people out there that, that, that do this kind of thing and, and get off on it. And I, 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 I don't get it. I don't get it. I, I feel bad if I step on a dog's paw and it yelps, I feel bad, right? I feel bad if, if I said something to someone and I noticed they're feeling bad. They're trying to hide it, but they're feeling bad over something that I said. It makes me, it makes me, because I don't want anyone to feel bad because of me. You know what I mean? Sometimes we do it by accident. Yeah. But to so, do it on yeah. purpose? To do it on purpose? Yeah. You know? That, that, that last episode was kind of heavy, but all I have to really say is that if I didn't get my point across that I'm anti Hamas, anti terrorism, 
Um, I feel for the people in Israel, obviously, and I, I feel, I, I feel for the people in Palestine too. I, if it wasn't clear that I have empathy for them too, because no innocent children, um, should be caught up in this and dying. And, you know, I, I just wanted to get my point across that anybody should, you know, they have to be, you should not support terrorism. You know, saying that was an act of resistance is crazy because it's like, that was over well above and beyond what active resistance should be. There's a lot more ways to go about it. I'm not going to get back into the whole subject, but my thoughts and prayers are with Palestinians and the Israel people. Um, and the, you know, you know the whole my prayers are and yeah. what, what people need to do is avoid casualties and, and uh, get those hostages free and, um, you know, try to try to take, take out as many Hamas people as possible and just, uh, you know, because I don't want another World War. I don't want a World War Three breaking out. This is getting crazy. So, that's that's enough on that topic. That last episode was isolated. I just felt like strongly about speaking up on it. But that's just want to clarify a couple of things. But anyway, Joe, uh, I think we had a good show, man. I think it's about the yeah. time to wrap it up. Hell of a you job. Some, you have some final thoughts? Sure. The roses in the window box have tilted to one side. Everything about this house was born to grow and die. Good night. Take care, everyone.